Hey, welcome to Tim Talks. I'm Tim. That's my dad. It's March Madness with Murray. On this episode, I talk to my colleague at Century 21 Power, Murray Scotton, about if it's really March Madness in Calgary's market. And then we start talking about a little basketball and share some Final Four picks. It's a good one. Tim Talks. All right, Murray, welcome to your first time on Tim Talks. I love it. I love it. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. Well, so I wanted to have you on the podcast for two reasons. Um, one is you've been around the block a few times as a realtor. Um, I've seen you working in different markets. I've seen you staying positive in a bad market, and I've seen you staying humble in hot markets. Um, and you always just kind of seem to get the job done and make your clients happy. But the, the second reason is it's March and we're both basketball fans. So uh, we need to talk a little, a little basketball as well. Um, but let's, let's start off with real estate. The media right now is kind of saying like it's March Madness out there um, in Calgary's real estate market. How are things going for you right now? Uh, been busy and steady, so it's a good thing. I, you know what? I don't know if I'd compare it to March Madness because once you lose, you get knocked out. Whereas, you, you know, I'm sure you've got buyers that have... Mm -hmm not not been able to purchase a house um and then they've had to go on to another one so uh you know there's still that opportunity it's not it's not a one and done like march madness uh that's yeah good point and actually the people who that the buyers that i've had lose out in competition have ended up doing better with the house that they eventually found it, it tends to work out good for people that way i don't know if you've had the same experience Oh, absolutely. No, I always agree. And you're right, whether it's been a slow market or a really busy market, I always tell my people, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, the house that you get is the one you're supposed to get. There's, you know, there is something at the end of the day that says um, it, it, it was meant to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard in the moment when you have to make the phone call to someone and tell them that they didn't get the house. But I think for us, we also have, have done this enough times that we can remain positive and know that that a good house is going to come up. Yeah, no, totally agree. Yeah, which is kind of funny because right before this, I was actually showing a house to some people. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to write up the offer. And, and it's much better than a place that we were we wrote an offer on just a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's unfortunate uh, with, it, with the way the market is right now for buyers that they have to make that decision so quickly. And I know it's it's quite daunting for, I'm sure, some of your buyers and I've had them with some of mine where where they're just overwhelmed that it's like, I have to make this decision now in 30 minutes, I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm going to spend four or $500,000 and, and, and you're giving me 30 minutes to decide. I mean, we, we, we spend more time. Uh, I always use the analogies of dating, but we spend more time dating before we get married to a lifetime partner and, and have that opportunity to make that decision. And, and we're not spending four. Well, I guess long-term we're spending four or 500,000 on a flip. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, yeah, we're spending four or 500,000 before like dinner has even arrived on the first date. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what advice are you giving to people when, when you're going in to look at a house and you know, it's, it's first day on the market, there's probably going to be some other offers. How do you get people prepared? I just, I have that conversation going in that, that you're going to have to make a decision quicker than you want to. So take a really critical look at it. You're only going to, yes, you're only going to have 30 30 to 60 minutes. Um, but just make sure that it, when you walk in the door that it has that feeling. I mean, again, back to the, if the house is meant to be, I tell my buyers, you'll walk in and it'll feel like home. If it doesn't feel like yeah. home, it's not quite there yet. It's you go, go trust your gut, even though it might be the first house you look at that day. 
yeah, if it feels like home and the numbers make sense, at that point, there's there's not much more you need to know, hey? Yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, if if it's price, and if honestly, with the market the way it is, most most houses thought that it's attracting enough activity that you're seeing a few showings in a day, then then it's in the right range. And and there's still houses out there that are being priced a little bit too high. And yeah. those those ones are sitting and and it's really funny how our mentality changes and you go, oh, what's wrong with that house? Well, nothing other than they're a little high priced, which is just typical. Gotcha. So uh, to flip the switch to, to go over to sellers, um, I have a blog that's half written of it's going to be like five or six reasons why it's a good time to sell your house right now. Um, I, I only have a few written down. Can you add a few more to that? What's some good reasons why you should sell your house right now? Uh, I for me, it's no different than any other time. If it's the right mm -hmm. time in your life to make that decision, because yes. I know you and I will both get the question, hey, I'm thinking of selling my houses. Is it the right time? Well, if, if in your life, where you're in it, in your lifetime right now, if it's like, yeah, we want to move to a bigger house or we want a second office or we want to downsize, um, it, it, it is the right time. It doesn't matter if it's a seller's market, buyer's market or a balanced market. It's, to me, it's all, about, it's all about timing and where you're at. Yeah, it's funny. I, my blog last week was the six reasons why it's a good time to buy a house. And I put number three as the time is right. And I still feel guilty about that. Like that one should always be number one, yeah. no matter what the market is doing. And, and no matter what kind of dollar amount comes to play, it, if it's not right, then don't do it. No, no. If, if you're doubting yourself, it's not a good time. But if you feel that it's a good time for you to, to not be renting anymore or living in your parents' basement, then, then it's a great time. Or your parents are kicking you out of their basement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so another question I have, if you're thinking about selling your place right now, but you're like, I've got some work that I want to get done on it before I sell it, should I do that work and, you know, put off selling for a month or two, or should I just try to get it on now while things are really hot because we don't know what the future is going to hold? I would say it totally depends on what that work is and what the cost is going to be. You know, if, yep. if, if your kitchen's in really bad shape uh, and you're like, I'm going to do a kitchen renovation, well, maybe still, because we always get a good return on that. Yep. Um, but if you've had, you know, if you're in the midst of renovating something and it's like, no, I'm, I'm going to throw it on, even though the market's, uh, because the market's hot and I'm not done the work, I would say absolutely not because a buyer's mm -hmm. still going to walk in and go, okay, so they've only half done something. So I have to take over what they've done. I don't know what they've done and I might not like what they've done. So you're either better being at the, you know, your house is original or you finish whatever work it is. Cause I would say if you don't finish the work that you've, if you started something, uh, if you don't finish that work, you're leaving money on the table. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's, if it's a matter of, okay, uh, I want to do this before I sell, then I think that's a, that's the best conversation to have with your realtor because they'll give you advice of, you know what, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. And, and we're still going to get you a top dollar right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, I like, I had a conversation with a client earlier this week who they had a long list of stuff that they wanted to do to their house. And I, we kind of cut that list in half of here's the stuff that's going to actually make sense for you to do. And here's the things that are just going to be time consuming. And, you know, that puts us kidding your house on in summer where spring is the time where we want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have any, uh, uh crazy stories from our market right now? <laughs> um, yeah. 
No, not, I'm going to say not really. I mean, every realtor is running into this where you go, you, you know, you, you get a list of five or six homes from a, from a client and you, and you check and it's day one or even end of day one and you go yeah. to book them for the next day and, and there might be one, maybe two that aren't conditionally sold. Yeah. I, you know, I, but I've got, yeah, I got nothing. I, I haven't had any really funky stuff. It's just, uh, you know, you got it. You, you've got to be ready as a buyer right now to react um, that if a property gets listed, you're probably going to have to see it within that first day or day and a half to have an opportunity at it. And, and again, that comes mm -hmm. to life, life timing, because if, if you can't get there because of something, then it's as much as you think on paper, it looks like it's the right house. It's not the right house. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Um, well, let's switch gears. Uh, we got Mark, March Madness basketball coming up. <laughs> over the next few days you and i will probably be, like sit on the couch to watch a game and then get a call that we need to go show a house but that's okay um what are you well, do you have final four picks for me uh final four well actually i'm gonna back up a little bit because i have yeah, told a couple ahead. of my buyers that i'm unavailable from thursday to saturday to, to sunday so they they're not allowed to call me i don't care if it's the best host they ever ever wanted i'm unavailable <laughs> you're just you're just not gonna do it okay yeah yeah. So, so, so are you going to call me and say, "Hey, this house is nearby you. Can you go show it?" <laughs> yeah, I'll be calling all my, uh, all my, all my friends in the office and saying, "Hey, can you show this for me?" Because you know what, I'm I'm still in my sweat watching the watching the game. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. showered in three days, so you need to show this. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, in your case, you just have the girls bring you supplies. Exactly. Yeah, it's easy for me. Yeah. 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 Um. You know, I, I my final four picks. Yeah, I've I've got right now the only the only one that I the only bracket that I've done so far, and I don't know how many I'll end up doing. I've got three out of four number ones, and I'm still I, I'm not quite sold. And you and I were talking about it a little bit before. Um, Baylor is mm -hmm. one of those. So I got Baylor playing Illinois on one side. Um, Illinois is playing really okay. well. They play in the I mean the Big Ten is probably the best conference right now in in, in out of any of them. Um, yeah. So I, I've got those guys on one side, and then I've actually got Florida State coming through as a four seed to play Gonzaga on oh, the other. Nice. Um, okay. I think, yeah. yeah. I think I think Florida State has offers some things matchup wise and and other ways that uh, I I think they're going to come through. I just you know it's funny how, as Canadians I think so many of us on as in BC and Alberta are like oh Gonzaga 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 because they're the closest and they've done very well. Yeah. I still don't as as good as Mark Few's team looks. I I don't think they've got it. I I just don't think they're going to win it all. I I think it's going to be Florida State and Illinois in the final. Oh, okay, interesting. I like that. I've actually got I've got Texas playing Florida State in the Sweet Sixteen in that region, and Texas winning and coming out. Oh, I, I like te I like yeah. Texas this year. Yeah, yeah, I like I, I like I got Shaka Smart's a very good coach. I I. I did look long and hard at that matchup because I, I also have, I've got Texas playing Florida state in that, in that uh, regional. Final. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like they got, they got three experienced guards and they've got a good athletic center and then a couple of like freshman power forwards who are first round picks. So yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I like, I like directing like Texas's program. Um, you know, at BCU, yeah. he did, he did very well. He's so yeah. All right. Seeing the fact that uh, I'm not, I'm a Carolina fan, and I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think Roy's got the the horses to to get there. But uh, yeah, 
Oh, they're playing well lately, though. I've got them beating Baylor because I just the, the COVID shutdown of Baylor just has me worried, and I yeah. like the way North Carolina's playing. I like their big guys. Yeah, so we'll yeah. see. Yeah, and and the big the gun- yeah. The Gonzaga one was tough because I uh, I really like Iowa. I, I was gonna I I had already said I was gonna put Iowa in the Final Four, and then Gonzaga was in their bracket, and I'm still I'm going back and forth on that one. I think I'll probably end up still with Gonzaga, but. I yeah. like that Iowa's got they got a big center that is the best player in college basketball probably, and then they got a bunch of other guys that shoot a bunch of threes. Like, yeah, that's kind of the way the game is right now. Well, and they're just yeah, and they're very smart, very well coached. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, funny how I keep mentioning coaching, but you and I both coach, and that I, I think that's as much as you got to have the athletes, you got to have the coaching that can put a put a game plan. And the, the challenge with the with the tournament is is you don't get uh, as much scouting time. You get kind of one day to work on stuff and go, okay, this is what we're going to Yeah, Iowa. Yeah. Gonzaga's got some bigs, though, I think, that, that might give um, Garza some, some challenges. Garza some trouble. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, I, that's why I, I always end up with Gonzaga in that one. I just can't do it to pick Iowa. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've got – I'm going back and forth between Illinois and Oklahoma State in the other one just because Oklahoma State has Kate Cunningham and he's so awesome. But I'll probably go end up with Illinois there. So it'll probably be Gonzaga, Texas, Illinois, um, and then I think Ohio State. I like that too. In the South, yeah, Ohio's, yeah, Ohio, Ohio just, State's playing very well. And they've also they've played so many good teams lately. I feel like they're like primed for just the schedule that they've played and how many good wins they have lately. They're they're just kind of they're kind of rolling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree because Ohio State played really well in that Big Ten tournament. So you, I, I think there is definitely something for teams coming that play well and get either, you know, win the win their conference tournament or they get to the final. It definitely helps them roll into the following week. Perfect. You want to know? All right, man. Well, you, take, wait, you want to know my ahead. long shot? I'm going to give you a long shot. My, I love long shots. Yeah, my long shot is actually UC Santa Barbara. Ooh, I, they're not, they're, I, don't, they're playing... I don't think they're going to make, I don't think they're going to make, uh, they won't make the final four, but I think they'll do some damage. Okay. I like that. Um, the, uh, the one that I had or that like before the tournament that I was like, Oh, I'm picking these guys to go like to the elite eight, maybe even the final four was USC. Yeah with their they got that awesome center who's a freshman and blocks tons of shots and makes threes and just like the kind of guy that can win games on his own but then they got iowa in the elite eight and i just don't see them yeah or then the sweet sweet 16 and i just don't see him winning that game yeah but yeah no i i like i like the santa barbara yeah my santa barbara's uh they're they're a 12 seed and I have them going and playing gonzaga they're gonna make. They're gonna make it to uh, the elite eight and play play Gonzaga. But the oh, I just found them on my bracket. Yeah, I have them beating Creighton and then um, playing Ohio after they beat Virginia. Oh. And I think I might. Yeah, so I think you might have just convinced me to put them through to the sweet. So game. you've got a double upset going into the going yeah. into the the round of thirty two. UC Santa Barbara and Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got both those teams yeah. winning. Yeah. Well, as you said with Baylor, Virginia is coming off of some issues with um with with um not being able to practice or play because of COVID. So how's that how's that gonna and theirs is much more recent than Baylor because they couldn't play in the ACC tournament. So how how's that gonna 
Yeah, and I don't think they've been practicing all week. And my my team from Louisville didn't make it into the tournament because of their COVID issues. So I, <laughs> that's my that's, um, that's my sad red flag. Right your now. sad red flag is they didn't make it because they weren't good enough. I'm going to say Carolina about a month ago. <laughs> about a month ago wasn't good enough, but we went again. We went on a run, and uh, you know, almost in the in the conference sem- tournament semifinals. So. They, you know, as you said, yeah. they got some big guys and they're playing well. I just, uh, I got lucky because I'm gonna say a month ago I didn't think Carolina was in the tournament either. Nice. All right, man. Well, I've taken up too much of your time because you've got a kitchen to finish, renovating, and, and houses to sell, and I need to write an offer. Okay. So let's get go back write to work. that offer and win. It's all about win, <laughs> win in advance. Thanks, man. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll give everyone an update after after we. All right, out. perfect. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate uh, okay, I appreciate the call for for Tim's talk. You bet. We'll have you on again soon. Thanks. Take care, man. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tim Talks. Please subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. And while you're at it, check out Tomar and the FCs. They're the band that allowed me to use their song, Heart Attack, as this podcast theme song. They have a new album out, and it's awesome. I promise it will make your day better. You can find the full podcast archive and my blog at timolinic.com. If you want to search for homes or just learn more about real estate in Calgary, I have a pretty slick new website from Century 21. It's tim-o.c21.ca. And you can find me on all the usual places. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Medium. And leave my dad a review. But make sure it's super nice. He's a realtor with Century 21 Power Realty. I don't even want to talk to